Greetings, this is Carl, and you're listening to another episode of Behavior App Radio. We have a document internally here at Behavior App that we call the code, and it's a set of sort of operational beliefs. It's a, a set of value statements about how we operate, and one of them is we are generous in our assumptions. And this came up again recently because whenever you do public work, you know, you run into other people who do public work. And as soon as you run into other people who do public work, particularly when you're doing work that's new and novel, right? When you're when you're when you're being or at least trying to be creative. You make mistakes. You miss the mark. You know, you, you, you might miscommunicate something. You might leave something out from a story. And, and what I've noticed among creatives and entrepreneurs and, and, even, and specifically among financial advisors who are both creatives and entrepreneurs, what I've noticed among anybody really who's doing work in public is there's a, a tendency, and I'm not sure why this happens. And let me speak about financial advisors for a, a, a second, just to make this really clear. Sometimes financial advisors who do work in public tend to, to bicker with each other. You know, they, and again, I, I see this across all industries, but, you know, I've seen this with real estate agents, I've seen it with attorneys, but there's this tendency to bicker and say, oh, I'm not sure I agree with that, or I'm not sure that's right, and not even those languages. Like, that's a that's wrong, and that shouldn't be... And I'm, I'm always struck by the need to do that. If the goal is to do public work on behalf of the people you're trying to help, why do you feel the need to take time to tear down other people's work? And I'm talking really clearly about non-thoughtful criticism. You know, thoughtful criticism is gold. It makes the work better. I love thoughtful criticism, and we treat it here like gold. But, but this tendency to tear, to be unthoughtful or to tear down or to even attack, which we see a lot of, when you're, the goal of the work is to help the people, Right, the people who who your industry serves, I don't think that serves any point. And one of the reasons I think it happens is we're not generous in our assumptions. You know, we see somebody else's work that we and we immediately go to make a judgment, and we may not, we may be missing something. I know I have. Every time I've done this, it's been a mistake. You know, every time I've done it, I've realized, oh darn, that wasn't. That, it was clearly, oh, I misunderstood, you know? So, so I think we're not generous enough. And the way that might look, at least the way that it looks to me, is if I see something I disagree with, is there a way in private that I could say, hey, you said this, like state the fact pattern, you said this, here's the story I told myself about it. Like, here's here, here's what I felt, or here's what I thought, or here's how I interpreted that. I love that. You said this. I, the way I always do it is, you said this, so I state the fact pattern. You said this. Um, 
here's the story I told myself about that. Another way to say that would be, here's how I interpreted that. Help me understand. And you could even have a generous statement in there, like something like, I know you and I know your work. And so it didn't feel like I was getting this right. Help me understand. Is there a way to do that in private before you make a statement in public? I've always admired journalists who actually do their jobs and reach out and say, hey, we're running a story like this, and we'd love to get your comment about it. And I just, I like that pattern. Like before we do it in public, can we, can we be generous? Could the assumption even be, gosh, you know, Sally, I know you and I know your work. And the way I read this didn't match. So I wanted to reach out. What am I missing? Wouldn't it be cool if we did that? You know, and, and again, I'm not claiming that I do that all the time, but every time I've broken that rule, I've regretted it every single time. And so I think I've got a pretty clear record. I, I think, I mean, we, we have a goal. Like if we don't have something nice to say publicly, we just don't say it. And if it's somebody whose work I really care about, I'll reach out privately and say, hey, I'm not sure I get this one. Can you help me here? And then it leads to these amazing discussions where the work gets better. And I can tell you when people do that for me, we treat it like gold. We just had somebody do this for me. A friend of ours, I recorded an episode, I think two days ago, a friend of ours named Kevin reached out and was like, I'm not sure I agree. And, And by the way, he did it privately. But the way he did it, even if it had been public, it would have been totally fine, right? So anyway, I hope that's helpful. Be generous in our assumptions. What if we just all operated that way? Where if, if anything felt off, we just assumed we must be missing something. We must be missing something. And then we, we, if, if, we, if we have the time and energy and the desire, we can reach out and, and understand a little bit better. So that's, that's a little part of the code that we have here at Behavior Gap Call, and that, that principle is we are generous in our assumptions. That wraps up another episode of Behavior Gap Radio. A reminder, Behavior Gap Radio is sponsored by you. We keep it ad-free through your support. You can just go to behaviorgapradio.com and pick a support level. There's one in there that's less than the cost of a burrito and a Coke.